everybody and welcome back to The Extra Point. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Michael. And we're here to bring you all things NHL. So this week there have been a lot of changes that have happened across each division that Michael and I definitely want to take a look at because oh my god are things changing. So Michael, let's just start it off early. Take us away. Lead us into the standings. The standings. Well I gotta take a look at which uh, which division we should talk about. Let's uh, start with the Scotia North. Them Canadian. They... No let's do that last. Oh you want to do that last? Because I feel like okay. that one's that one's uh the best the best save the save best, the for, best last. for last okay, sure. absolutely let's see i'm gonna choose the honda west we'll start with honda west okay so Beautiful. in first place um no changes here it's still vegas. vegas uh their record is now 22 7 and 1 with 45 points they're on a one game win streak okay uh two points behind them at 43 is the colorado avalanche with a record of 20 dash 8 dash 3 so i have to clarify like clarify last again yep. um they just came off and uh, shootout loss to the Arizona Coyotes last night, I believe. I feel like that's a team that you never hear about. The Coyotes? Ever. Yeah. It's, and never, it's ever, It's one of those ever. teams you can't really love or hate either. You just can't hate I them. I have such a neutral opinion on them because, the, yeah. frankly, I feel like I never hear about the them. The Coyotes. And in third place is the still uh, still surprising Minnesota Wild. Wasn't it last week when we looked at them? They were five-game win streak or something crazy like that? Uh, maybe. I'm, I well, think so. I honestly forget. <laughs> um, they're at 39 points. Um, they're in 19-10-1, and they're on a one-game win streak. Um, that's interesting because how I mentioned last week, how Minnesota makes the playoffs and just gets bounced in the first round. So we'll see. St. Louis is behind them only by two, so if they do yeah. play each other, I'm going to pick St. Louis, maybe. Who I knows? Mean, Unless Minnesota stuns the hockey I mean, board and makes it past I feel the first like Minnesota's round. making like a really weird comeback this year. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of here for it because Me too, just honestly. like the Coyotes, I'm super like neutral on them because yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's another team you really don't hear an absolute word about. That's true. <laughs> um, moving over to the Discover Central Division. Um, oh, like, this one's beefy. The Lightning still reigns supreme. Um, starting to pull away from uh, Carolina, but. Um, Tampa Bay has 50 points. Their record is 24-6-2. Um, last night, they just uh, beat the Dallas Stars 2-1 to make it a five-game win streak for the Bolts. Jesus. Whoa. Um, yeah, in second place, you have the Carolina Hurricanes with a record of 21-7-3 at 45 points, like I said. Mm -hmm. Just a point behind them is the Florida Panthers, 20-8-4 <laughs> with 44 points. So here's the thing with Tampa Bay, which I was just looking at. So Tampa Bay has 50 points. Carolina has 45. That's like a pretty good lead. That is. Like at this point. You know what I mean? Because if... No pun intended, this point. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. I mean, if Carolina... Like a five-point lead. Yeah, if Carolina does win a game, that's still not enough. Absolutely. Um, that'd only be 47 points compared to their 50 if Tampa were to lose a game. But what's and interesting in this division... The divide, question mark? Yeah. Um, Is that what you're going to point out? Well, I was going to talk about the Oh, the you gap. talk about your thing. Oh, well, yeah, yeah gap, divide, same thing. Okay. it's nine points between third and fourth. Yes. Um, and fourth, you have the... Chicago man, Blackhawks, <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks, oh. 15, 13, Patty and Kane, 5. what are you doing for us, buddy? 35 points. Um, they're on a one-game win streak, but coming up real fast, um, very sneaky in the shadows is the Columbus Blue Jackets. Out and of absolutely nowhere. They have 33 <laughs> points. Um, they're 13, 13, and 7. Um, yeah, 
Chicago's got to be careful because not only am I a betting man and I said Chicago would make the playoffs. Um, <laughs> We've been talking about Patty Kane for weeks yeah, now. Yeah, I, um, Columbus, I feel like, well, looking at this now, I mean, Nashville has 31 points. So if they win a the game, then they tie Columbus at 33 mm-hmm. as of like right now. So I feel like it's going to be Chicago, Columbus, and Nashville competing for that fourth spot. Maybe Dallas. Um, to be honest, I kind of lost faith in Dallas after seeing them play. I mean, that's fair. Um, Don't you have more info on um, Columbus, Chicago? We can talk about later. What didn't you pick that for your um, spotlight game last week? That was Columbus and Carolina, which oh, we'll get into later. Okay, but yes. which honestly is more interesting. Interesting. Yeah. In my opinion, I knew that you were in that division for something. Um, but moving over to our beloved Mass Mutual East yep, Division, best division. Um, the Islanders are still on top uh, with a two-game win streak at 46 points. Their record's 21-8-4. The Capitals, uh, 20-7-4 <laughs> uh, with 44 points. Um, the Gins, 19-11-2. Um, <laughs> um, just came off a overtime loss to the New Jersey Devils. Hate to see it. You're welcome, Tyler, who's the Devils fan that we all <laughs> love and enjoy. Um, Michael's and going to the Penguins game tonight. Tonight, actually. yes. I'm currently repping a Brian Rust jersey. Interesting. Yeah, I have... Um, Michael's probably got 15 jerseys hanging up in his room right now. Well, okay, I left some at home, but I have six jerseys on campus right now. Oh, my God. Do you want me to list them for you? Yes. Okay. I want to hear them. Crosby's practice jersey, the Rust Away jersey, Gensel's alternate, the Hockey Fights Cancer jersey, Pittsburgh's reverse retro, and Crosby's all-star from 2019. Is the the Hockey Fights Cancer the blue one? The purple. All purple. (gasps) Oh, I love that one. It gets compliments. I have one jersey jersey here, and I'll tell you. Who who do you think it is? Who do you think's on my jersey? It's Pasternak. No. Is it? No, it's a uh, B Bergeron, right? Yes. I that oh, was, that my was good. Yeah. B Bergeron. Yeah. yeah. I got my Bergeron jersey here, but uh, good news. I'll be taking that home tomorrow. Hopping on a flight to Boston, and she's going back to beat town. Will be in attendance at the uh, Bruins Islanders game tomorrow night, which is my spotlight game. But we'll get into that later. We're getting Michael, ahead of ourselves. I, need get, I know. There's too many things to talk about <gasps> this week. So what are yeah, you keep going. Do okay. your thing. I'll um, stop. Yeah. You have the Bees in fourth place with 36 points, 16, 8, and 4. Um, they're on a two-game win streak, What's which up? is pretty cool. And finally, moving to the Scotia North Division. What's up? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. This division ter- gives me anxiety. This is It's fun to watch because none of our teams are in here, so we don't have to worry that much. But, um, it gives yeah. me anxiety for yeah. their fans. We're worried for them, yes. <laughs> um, tied for first. Toronto. Keyword tied. Tied, yes. Toronto and Edmonton. Edmonton has done it. They've caught up to Toronto, who everybody thought was hot, but well, apparently Edmonton is because they caught up to them. The leaves are falling, but it's only spring. Oh, could be a uh, potential podcast title. Stay tuned. Potential. Um, yeah, Toronto is 20, 10, and 2. Um, they're on a one game win streak, but them Oilers, baby. 21, mm-hmm. 13, no. Um, again, 42 points tying Toronto. They're on a three-game win streak. What's up? Holy smokes. And just two points behind them, you have the Winnipeg Jets, 19-11-2 with a one-game win streak. Um, I feel like looking at this division, Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg, that those are your top three. Um, I mean, it can yeah, fluctuate, obviously, but those are your top three teams. Um, Look at the at- difference between um, Ottawa and Toronto with points. Ottawa, last place. With What's 25. Their, their record, <laughs> let's see. Um, Ottawa's record is 11, 20, and 3. 
Oh, God. They were but the they have, they have 25 points, did it say? Yeah, they have 25. 25 points, and uh, the Leaves have 42. So, massive, massive gap. That's uh, kind of interesting. But uh, speaking about that division, um, right. my spotlight game for last week was the Flames versus the Leaves because I was like, oh, you know what? This will be interesting because the Flames are in sixth, the Leaves are in first. Um. And the Flames won. Yeah, they the um, Flames won. They four held them to three. off. And that's I think that contributes to Edmonton's tying was the fact that Toronto did not get any points. Um, I think was that a was that a regulation win for Calgary? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they, because they, Toronto um, didn't get any points. Who was it? Mark Giordano scored midway through the second period to put the Flames ahead. Wonderful. That's, yeah, that's crazy. But um, he he's thirty seven. That dude, Mark Giordano, <laughs> played a total of 22 minutes and 37 seconds the entire games, um, the entire game. And I was looking at it, and the Leaves for this game lost their last six of seven games prior to that. Wow. Like, and now that the Leaves are tied for first, they're not even like – I want to say it was maybe two weeks ago we were looking at. We were like, oh, my God, the Leaves are absolutely tearing it up. They're going to run away with this division and look where we are now. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's going to be interesting. And especially I think that when, although I do think that Scotia North is locked in with top three as Toronto, Edmonton, and Winnipeg, I do think that that win is going to kind of boost the flames because, I mean, that's such a huge win. I mean, currently today, today's, what is it, Wednesday? The 24th. The 24th. Um, even though Calgary's on a two-game losing streak, I do think that kind of lit a flame under their butt. Oh, no wow. pun intended. Wow. Um, but no, that was a. I think that the division is getting uh, kind of. I know we see our top three, but I do think that the divisions almost started to level out. Um, minus the Senators, they are not included in that statement. This is true. I mean, looking at <laughs> Montreal. Every, the top six yeah. out of seven. <laughs> Let's talk about those. Ottawa Senators, no offense. You guys are cut off from that statement because you guys do not count um, anymore. But, yeah, I think Montreal, Vancouver, and Calgary are going to compete for that fourth spot, which Montreal does have just by two points, though. So if um, Vancouver can start winning some games, which they just lost to – um, against Winnipeg, three nothing. I think I actually did watch that game. So, yes, it did was you? three nothing. Yes, testing my own memory. But yeah, Vancouver lost that game. I if if the Flames stay hot, but um, t- <laughs> um if if they if they win another game, they'll tie Vancouver at thirty five. Um, and then if Montreal loses, they'll say thirty seven. You could have a three way tie for thirty seven points, maybe. I don't know. That would be crazy. But then you also look, and Winnipeg only has forty, and then 40 it's like all of a sudden is that going to change? I oh, think next God. week when we do another episode, I think the Oilers will be in first. I actually do. I would bet on that. Like, honestly. Like I said, I'm a betting man. I'm also betting Chicago to make the playoffs. So help me God, Patty Kane. Uh, uh, Patty Kane, what's up? I, 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 could, I could see Edmonton <laughs> taking first. I think, well, because look at it. The Oilers are on a three-game win streak. Toronto's on a one-game win streak. But, like, I feel like Toronto is going on, like, one week they're so good. And the next week they're they really subpar. Yeah. Then the third week it's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and now it's like they've done that way too many times that it's to the point where, okay, the Oilers are like, screw you. We're coming for you. Because, I mean, they're on a three-game win streak. Toronto's on a one-game win streak. But 
I don't know. Stuff could change. But I want to hear about, um, what was that, Columbus Hurricanes? Oh, my spotlight game from last week, yes. That's yeah, I want right. to hear a recap. Blue Jackets and Hurricanes. Um, the Blue Jackets won in overtime from defenseman Seth Jones. Yeah, this is, um, that was big for Columbus. Um, I'm pretty sure I predicted Chicago to win. So obviously, as a betting man, obviously, Patty Kane. It's all Patty Kane's fault. Obviously. Um, yeah, that was good for them. Uh, Columbus, like I said earlier, gaining ground on Chicago. Um, yeah, if they want to, if they want to make the playoffs for that fourth spot, keep winning games. It's just that simple. That's all. I, I think. Mean, I think fair. Columbus's uh, goaltending has starting is starting to improve slightly. Um, whereas Leakins and Corpusalo kind of splitting the load. Um, doing pretty well. Defense for Columbus, I think, is also improving. I mean, with Seth mm-hmm. Jones kind of leading the way for that defense. Um, and those six defensemen in Columbus. Um, and scoring that overtime goal, I think that's a boost for their defense because it shows what they can do, I think. But, I don't know, Columbus being Columbus, they're sitting at a 13-13-7 record, which is meh and pretty predictable for a fifth-place spot in the discover central division so mm-hmm. i don't know we'll, we'll have to see i mean a team that maybe will go 13 and 13 with a record like that could make the playoffs who knows i mean we'll... literally at this point you other than um the senators the devils and who is the other team that's oh buffalo we obviously buffalo. well i mean i think buffalo other than make... those <laughs> other than those teams i feel like anyone at this point is fair game yeah. Literally. Well, um, and Anaheim. I, okay. I let me retract that statement, <laughs> rephrase it. I feel like the top five in every division we have right now has a fair shot. Yeah. Because of I, just I can see that. the yeah. up and down. I completely had to retract my statement because there are a few teams that I do not want to include. <laughs> this is true. This that. is true. Yeah. But I do think all the top five out of what do they all have seven? Um, everybody eight, has seven. everybody has eight teams except for the North, the Scotia North. They okay, seven. okay. So yeah, I would say every all the top five teams, in my opinion, do have a fair shot. Um, but my spotlight game for next week is actually tomorrow, which is gonna be I already forget the date. Tomorrow, the twenty fifth, Thursday. March 25th, so Bruins are set to play the Islanders, and now I will actually be there with my sister Erin again. Wow. Um, I know. Erin and I are hitting two Bruins games in two different states in 10 days. That's pretty cool. Isn't that kind of sick? This is why I wish I could go to away games. Uh, no, you don't, because um, when the Bruins scored, I was the only one in the whole arena I just okay. yelling and I, chanting. I see, I see Penguins fans storm the steps in D.C. whenever the Penguins win in D.C., and I just want to be a part of that because I love the target that is on away fans' backs during well, games. Well, it's invigorating, especially when they win, but when they lose, I know. it's really embarrassing. Oh, I know. <laughs> that, it's, that, that's, a, that's a chance I'm it's willing really to take. It's really embarrassing. Um, yeah, my... my 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 roommate and his friend went to the 2019 Stadium Series game in Philly, <gasps> oh, which the Penguins say, lost at, in overtime. I was at the one in um, they they fortunately made it out of Philly alive, <sighs> no bloodshed. Um, but yeah, that was kind of um, an embarrassing moment because that was just a weak goal given up by Murray, five hole caught Drew scoring that. I was just like, I felt so bad. I was like, well, it was nice knowing you too. Have fun getting home. Yeah, being an um, away fan at a game is like. 
It's really, the way that I view it is, like, when I go to Penn's Bruins games, I'm like, I don't know anybody here. Yeah. So I can just chant, I can scream, I can be silly, and just do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. And, like, people don't know who I am. That's true. You know what I mean? And, like, I just love the, I mean, I love my team, so obviously I'm going to scream. But I'm excited to see, because apparently the Bruins had fans yesterday um, at the game, so this will be the second time the Bruins have fans in attendance. And I want to say my dad said it was 12%. I am going to assume that's probably right around 2,800, just like um, the Penguins right now. I would assume so, uh, yeah. With fans. So I'm curious if, one, the fans will affect the energy of uh, the Bruins because let's see how the Oh, Bruins... I think it will. I absolutely agree with you. I think uh, the energy will definitely be affected. Let's see their home record. Oh, the Bruins are better. Oh, they played less games at home. So at home, their record is seven three and one. Their away record is nine five and three. But the Islanders away are eight seven and two. Home thirteen one and two. Yeah. Holy crap! Okay, so thank God the um, Islanders are coming to Boston because <laughs> um, that's great. But uh, two people on each team. I want to point out. I want to point out. Um, let's see. For the Islanders, I want to talk about Ollie Wallstrom, who is, I don't know if you guys remember, from the NHL draft last year, the first one over COVID. Um, Wallstrom's mother is deaf, so they signed American Sign Language to her so, so that she could understand that uh, her son was being drafted, which I literally cried that was when great. I watched that. that I, was, I watched it, I'm like, that, that's pretty cool. It, <laughs> was, it was incredible. So if you guys didn't see that from last year's draft, please watch it. So good. Um, but Wallstrom has uh, seven points in the last 10 games. Now, he is young. How old is he? I want to say he's 23. Ollie Wallstrom. Is he 23? Uh, he's, he's 20. 20. He is 20. I'm older than him, and he's in. Me too. Wow, that's crazy. That's Good hit. for him, though, honestly. I mean, absolutely killing it. But he's 20 years old, seven points in the last 10 games. Um. Someone else I want to look at is uh, Brock Nelson, 12 goals and 18 points total for the Islanders. They're coming out red hot. Um, so for the Bruins, naturally, we got to keep an eye on Pasternak. He's got 14 goals, 12 assists, total 26 points so far. And the rookie, Trent Frederick, three goals in the last 10 games, which doesn't seem crazy, but he's kind of in the same. I mean, if you look at it, Ollie Wallstrom has seven points in the last 10 games. Trent would have, uh, what would he have, six points in the last 10 games? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, they're basically neck and neck. Two of them are rookies. Um, Trent Frederick got his first NHL goal during stadium. I mean, would that technically – no, it's not a stadium series. Outdoor games Yeah. at Tahoe. Oh, yeah. Um, But I do think that this is going to be a really good matchup. So the Islanders are in first with 46 points. Bruins are in fourth with 36 points. But – I um I think this is going to be interesting because Boston is such an aggressive team. Now, as reading this earlier, um the Bruins lead the NHL with an average of 4.3 penalties per game and naturally Brad Marchand has 11 penalties already this season. Uh so he's leading with that, which is natural for I mean people from Boston, you know how, you know how we, people from Boston, you know how we roll. Um but I think this is going to be a really hard-fought game uh, offensively. I'm curious how many penalties the Bruins will draw, but um, <laughs> we're playing Halak in net. Uh, Vladar will not be in. Rask is still on injury. Um, as of right now, they said that uh, Halak was playing, but I think it's going to be a really good game. I think so. Kind of rooting for Boston because the Thank Islanders, you. the Islanders need, just need to stop getting points. 
So yeah, my Penguins can take first in the division. <laughs> well, I mean, the Caps are only two points behind the Islanders. True. So theoretically, Boston wins. They keep the Islanders at bay, and then Washington does their thing and take first. I'm telling you, the standings could change drastically within the next week. They have been every single week. Think of it. We didn't talk about the Minnesota Wild for five episodes. Then on the sixth, we're like, who the hell are they? That's true. But um, speaking of the standings drastically changing, my spotlight game for this week is also tomorrow, the 25th. It's the Rangers and Flyers. Um, The Rangers kind of uh, on the rise um not kind of actually very much on the rise look at the middle three yeah in that um uh, division Mass so mutual east fourth fifth and sixth place boston philly new york rangers points 36 boston 34 philly 32 rangers um if the rangers can win tomorrow they'll tie philly um if they do so in regulation they'll tie philly at 34 um, if the Islanders win against Boston, keep them at bay at 36. That's interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Can the Islanders, or not the Islanders, can the Rangers put up nine goals against Philly? That'd be great. Do it again. <laughs> if, if they do it I again, it. I'm going to cry and get a Rangers jersey. I need to see I'm going it. to cry because this is it. amazing. Um, that was our tea for last week. That, that was our tea. That, that we almost forgot to talk about. That we Yeah, <laughs> I almost forgot to talk about it. I don't um, know how. But yeah. That this is crazy. The the flyer after I watched the Flyers Devils game last night, um, which the Devils won four three. But just watching that game, just watching the Flyers um, lose, which is great. But my bias aside, um, their defense is struggling greatly, along with their goaltending. Um, after reading some Twitter comments, people bashing Hart. I mean, he is a struggling goaltender. Twenty three year old Carter Hart, and baby. His backup or maybe even starter Brian Elliott isn't that much better than him either. They're both in a slump, I believe. The defense as a whole for Philadelphia is just struggling, which is why they've lost um, their last game. But yeah, this is this is interesting. The Rangers on the rise, like I said. Um, player to watch for that game is going to be Mika Zibanejad. Um, he's had a rough start to the season from for the Rangers. He hasn't been scoring that much, but he did get three goals and three assists um, in that last game against Philly. So that's Stop. interesting. He's scoring again, so that's pretty cool. I mean, that's kind of a vibe. But, um, oh, I forgot to mention who my uh, player to watch during that game. Definitely going to be Frederick. Actually, I'm going to do Frederick versus Wallstrom. Oh, Because I action. feel like the two rookies, you got to see, I mean, they're pretty much neck and neck. Wallstrom has seven points. Uh, Frederick, Who's the better rookie? Yeah, yeah exactly. And I want to see how those two match up against each other. But, anywho, moving on. Sip on some tea, baby. I'll start them off. I got some. Let her rip. All right. So, <laughs> More like let her sip. <laughs> which I like read this and I was like, what the hell? So Curtis Gabriel and coach Bob Bogner were both fined by the NHL on Tuesday. So they're from uh, the San Jose Sharks. And it was because there was an altercation before the Sharks game against the Kings. Uh, Gabriel was fined 3000 $17.24, have to have the 24 cents because that's a maximum fine under NHL slash NHLPA collective bargaining agreement. Um, and Coach Bogner was fined $5,000. Now, they were fined this much amount of money because uh, Curtis Gabriel decided he was going to uh, cross-check Curtis McDermott during warm-ups. I did see how I said, like, what are you doing? Near center, <laughs> I should bang, yep. cross-checked him. Um, 
And it, I find it weird because those two used to be teammates for three years mm-hmm. in the Ontario Hockey League. So they definitely have some, like, ongoing beef. I mean, 2014, yeah. that was – it's 2021 now. Seven years ago? Ew, yes. we were freshmen in high school. And that's – like, think of it. That's how long ago they were teammates wow. and they're still beefing. Now, mind you, all this happened – uh, 2014, he, um, sorry to interrupt, but that was when the Kings won the cup. Was it? Yeah, the Kings won it in 2014. Chicago wins it in 2015. Oh my god, so Gabriel's... Guess who won it in 2016? And 17. And 17. Penguins. Ah, finish my sentence. Yeah, there But yeah, go. that's how I remember it. The Kings won in 2014. Yeah, because... So, there definitely has to be some, like, jealousy or spite, but here's some additional tea with their little beef. Um, they both got a five-minute major in the first period for fighting. Fighting each other. Really? Yeah. So they like, they literally huh. fought. So there has to be something going on yeah. with uh, behind the scenes. Curtis Gabriel and Curtis McDermott. Uh, Curtis v. Curtis. Battle of the Curtises. The Curtises. The Curtis I. <laughs> yeah, the Curtis I. Um, but uh, the Sharks organization as a whole was fined $25,000, which goes directly to the NHL Foundation. But I thought that was interesting because they literally have history. And then all of a sudden they were like cat and dog just being like, bang. Yeah. And especially since they got five minute majors. That's true. Like they And their name's they, Curtis. <laughs> and they both have the same name. They weren't messing around. LOL. But uh, passing my glass to you. Take it away. All right. Time to sip my, my tea. Um, last night in a game against Nashville and um, – oh, I'm drawing a blank. Nashville and – Detroit, the Predators and Red Wings. So sorry. Um, one of the referees in that game, Tim Peel, was fired over his comments during that game. Um, I guess I should tell everybody that he was hot mic'd so people could hear what he was saying. Um, yeah, apparently there was a tripping penalty against, um, well, somebody from Detroit tripped somebody from Nashville. Um, so obviously a tripping penalty. And he apparently said it wasn't much, and I wanted to get a penalty against Nashville. Um, yeah, th- this was this was on the hot mic, so obviously everybody heard that. Wait, so did he know he was on hot mic? If I if I'm being honest, I don't know. Uh, usually, I mean, it's if well, I mean, you like, have okay, a so mic on you, like you're gonna know. Yeah, that's true. like common, like common sense. That's true. Why, why would you exactly? Think, why would you just say that? Like and, that's so stupid. Yeah. The, the league was real quick with reviewing that and firing him. Um, within hours, he was gone. Um, <laughs> Rip to his career. Yeah, that's, he's done. He is. He's done. Ski. Yeah, he's done. So he's done. So, but um, it just kind of makes me wonder. Like, did did the did Tim Peel do this with other teams too in the past? Who knows? <gasps> oh, that's some something to think about. This is very very deep thinking tea that I just sipped. Oh my god. We're going to wrap things up here. So let's hope that the leaves don't fall because it's only spring. But keep an eye out for the Bruins Islanders and Flyers Rangers game, both on March 25th, which is tomorrow. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Michael. Keep sipping on your tea, and we'll see you next week.